Welcome to Created to Reign, a production of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. The Cornwall Alliance is a ministry dedicated to helping fulfill the mandate God gave mankind in Genesis 1.28, to subdue and rule the earth in a way that enhances its fruitfulness, its beauty, and its safety for the glory of God and the benefit of our neighbors. I am David Arley Gates, and our topic today is, And Then He Died. Some of you may know that I am a recovering academic, thus I still read professional journal articles from time to time. For some reason, I have been considered recently as a reviewer for articles submitted to The Lancet. Although I have not taken them up on it as yet, I suspect that they treat me as a health expert since I co-authored an article on the environmental effects of COVID-19. I guess that if some of the people pushing masks and vaccine are considered experts, then why not me? But in any event, I was perusing the Journal of the American Medical Association when I came across an article entitled, And Then He Died. It was written by Dr. Joel Yeager, an 81-year-old member of the Department of Psychiatry at the University of Colorado School of Medicine, who unfortunately is suffering from duodenal adenocarcinoma. He begins the article with, quote, After enumerating a renowned 19th century clinician scholar's noteworthy contributions at a history of psychiatry seminar, the presenter mischievously ended the talk with a pretend doleful chant, and then he died. Immediately embracing this attempt at dark humor, successive presenters piled on, similarly concluding their accounts of other historical luminaries with the same chanted tagline, and then he died. Regardless of their outstanding accomplishments and lives well-lived, all these heroes and everyone else throughout history died, some peacefully, some more painfully or tragically than others. They all died, unquote. I thought back to Genesis 5, for example. The meeting may have paralleled Genesis 5 in that Adam and his descendants are characterized by whom they fathered, how long they lived, and then they died. For example, Genesis 5.5 states, So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. Genesis 5.8, So all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. Genesis 5.11, So all the days of Enosh were 905 years, and he died. Genesis 5 continues on from there. The story of each of these people's lives on earth ends with, and he died. Given that Good Friday is coming soon, or may have already come and gone, depending upon when you hear this podcast, I couldn't help but think about the parallel with the Gospels, even though Dr. Yeager makes no such connection. Matthew begins by writing in Matthew 27, 50, and Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. Mark follows with, but Jesus let out a loud cry and died in Mark 15, 37. Next up is Luke who in Luke 23, 46 states, And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I entrust my spirit. And having said this, he died. John concludes the Gospels by writing in John 19, 30, Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Although the authors of the Gospels were certainly not making light of the event, All four, too, use variants on the phrase, and then he died. I am convinced that these four verses are likely to be the most important verses in the Bible, 
that very few people can recite. One of the striking differences between the history of psychiatry seminar, Genesis 5, and the record of our Savior's crucifixion is that each seminar presentation and the discussion of the person in Genesis 5 ended at that point. But none of the Gospels stop at the crucifixion because clearly there is much more history to be written. That probably goes without saying. But another disconnect in the parallels between the seminar and the Gospels is the tone in which the phrase, and then he died, was uttered. Dr. Yeager writes that at the seminar, the comment was made as dark humor and as a doleful or mournful chant. But I am convinced that the authors of the Gospels wrote their version of And Then He Died with an understanding of what was to come, largely through the assistance of hindsight. At the time, however, I am sure that all four writers did not comprehend why Jesus was crucified and likely viewed it as the worst event that could have befallen them and their teacher. But seeing Christ's resurrection and experiencing all the wonders and all of the joy that followed, they could write about that event knowing exactly to what it would lead. Thus, despite the events that transpired, we call it Good Friday. I like John's comments best. He prefaces his version of, and then he died, with Christ's proclamation of, it is finished. The New American Standard Version of the Bible puts an exclamation mark after the word finished. And indeed, at that moment, everything Christ needed to accomplish on earth in bodily form had been completed. Everything was indeed finished, except for the next steps of his death, resurrection, the coming of the Holy Spirit, and an everlasting personal relationship with God. So with everything in his bodily form being finished, and then he died. But back to the journal article. Dr. Yeager, facing his ultimate death, goes on to write, quote, Even though I'm reasonably stoic, I question how mentally prepared I'll be to face my own end-stage scenario and those of my loved ones. Thankfully, I feel spiritually intact. I'm able to look back with deep gratitude for the blessed life I've been granted. I don't fear death. Although I'm curious about what happens next, I have no expectations about an afterlife. In fact, I expect nothing to happen. My belief is that what's left of me will ultimately be recycled. Unquote. I have memories of a console television we had in the 1970s. It afforded me the experience of the space missions and men on the moon. I saw news programs and enjoyed entertainment on that set. At some point, the picture tube went out. And then it died. I will say we recycled it, but since it was the 1970s, and its remains are probably rotting in a landfill somewhere. Are we no better than a television set? When I die, no one will remember that television. My parents and I will be gone, and no one affiliated with it, the manufacturers, the sales staff, the deliverymen, and the garbage truck drivers who carted off its dead carcass, will ever remember it. It and its memory will be lost from the face of the earth. But in the Gospels, when we read their version of, and then he died, the opportunity for everlasting life through God's saving grace became a possibility for us. As for the television, not so much. So yes, as Genesis 3.19 indicates, for you are dust and to dust you shall return, holds for the television set and for our physical human body. But as for our soul, 
we have the ability to experience God's love forever. Please pray for Dr. Yeager. If he has no expectations about an afterlife, he definitely needs to know that Jesus Christ is indeed the way, the truth, and, yes, the life. As we prepare to celebrate Easter this year and the glorious resurrection of our Lord and Savior, we must remember that none of that could have happened if it weren't for the phrase rendered so eloquently in the Gospels, and then he died. Thank you for listening to Created to Reign. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify and share the episode link with your friends. Until next time, I am David Arnley Gates, and may God richly bless you. 